the button. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hello and good morning, everyone. Hello and good morning. This is your boy, Madman Mike, on the ones and twos, ripping it up on this podcast. Welcome to our podcast. If you're confused as to which one this is, it's ours. This is ours. And that's how much time we spent trying to make it good for you. And we're so happy for you to be here. We're happy to be here. All of us are here together. You are here. We are here. We are all together. I am the Eggman. Goo 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 jube. You're the Eggman? And welcome, I said, to episode 292 of... of. Welcome My to voice didn't crack. Podcast. Your ears cracked. Oh, welcome to our podcast. Um... Have you ever had like an itch on the top of your mouth and you've wanted to actually scratch it with your physical finger? Yes. What are you allergic to at this moment? I don't know. <laughs> did you did you swallow some amoxicillin? No, you're the only one that's an allergic. Oh, so now not. you're telling everybody my weakness? Yeah. Mike's weakness, his only weakness. You remember when Superman was allergic to amoxicillin? We have a similar situation here. It's episode one, 292, motherfuckers. And man, the world is a place. And it's day 2000 of the quarantine. And uh, we're still in the midst of demonstrations, most of which are very peaceful Yeah. Um, for... Uh, uh, the rights of black people everywhere. And I read a little checklist the other day of things that are changing and getting done because of it. So all the people at the very beginning who want to say, Hey, don't protest every day. There's a goddamn list for you to check out. Here's another reminder about Facebook. Facebook is just a place where you keep everyone you met once and there's no logical explanation or reason to think that you have to be friends with everyone that you've ever met in your entire life. So just remember that. 100%. Just because you're Facebook friends with someone doesn't mean you have to be real life friends with someone. Also, if you unfriend somebody on Facebook, your life's not going to get any worse. No, so it might go, have just gotten better. It probably, probably, probably just got a thousand times better. If you go onto Facebook and you could pick out instantly three to five people who make you feel worse every day, snip, snip, bye-bye. Snap. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings because everyone will get over it because it's a website. 100%. But um, it's illogical to think just because you played Little League with someone when you were 11 that you have to be best friends and look at pictures of their kids every day. Yeah. And hear what they think about the world. You don't have to. And you don't have to fight those people. You just have to not put yourself in a place where fights happen if that's not the kind yeah, of energy you want to bring to your life don't do it don't do it and it's a free social media platform imagine voluntarily signing up for facebook and being like i'm gonna put pictures of myself and my family up here and then you sign on every day and it makes you feel worse about yourself and the world and the people that you know every day yeah a free social media platform. There's a lot of that lately. But you can be happy and you can be a good person. 100%. And you can move yourself uh, closer to the best version of yourself you could possibly be. Just be a good person. I didn't know how to stop that when it started. Okay. To be totally honest, there's a bunch of things I want to talk about today. First and foreskin, I just want to thank everyone for being here with us. 100%. It's very nice that we get to do this every week. Every week. Every week. <laughs> Regardless of how much stress we have going on in our personal lives. 100%. And no matter what is going on with me internally, externally, Zoya internally or externally, <laughs> we have this hour to spend with you guys every week. Every week. To hopefully bring a little smile to your ass. Smiling asses. Speaking of asses, I released my uh, a song. Released. I put a song on Instagram today because my mom sent me an electric guitar that was very important to me in the early, mid, and late 2000s. And I've been having so much fun 
locking myself in a closet with all my musical equipment and just playing no stakes, not writing a song and being like, I hope this is a hit or I hope other people like it. Literally just plugging into all my electronic things and making noise and writing down lyrics and a little story. And uh, I, I just made a very quick demo the other day. Uh, Byron helped me make it sound a little better. And uh, That's a good friend. I made a, a little video for it. Little story about a little love struck astronaut and who hasn't written a song like that, you know? And uh and I I made it available to the Discord first because that's such a goddamn supportive group of people. Um so I wanted them to hear it first last night and I sent it to a couple of my closest friends and my best friends, Jimmy McDonald and Matt Scannell, who I'm officially in a band with, by the way. A lot of people don't know. Oh yeah. I'm officially the 78th member of Vertical Horizon. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know that, but I yeah. know that. That's yeah. all that matters. You're so, lucky Matt loves you. Matt um, practically begged me to be in the band here. Liar. So uh, I put a video on, on Instagram. And the first comment, and, and this is, I put this whole, I wrote this whole thing about writing music just to have fun for the first time and five plus years yeah you know just making sounds and writing little stories for no one mm -hmm. and uh it feels so good to just do that for fun again mm -hmm. the first comment on it was i like it but something you did to the audio makes you sound too whiny <laughs> the first comment my caca i mean did i Kinda. because then i commented <laughs> <laughs> Try putting the headphones up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how it sounds then. So who really got got? Oh, Such an important God. reminder to just do things for fun, man. You could yeah. still do that. No matter what's going on in the world, you have to find ways. We all still, no matter what's going on, we still have a limited time on this planet. And we're all going to be gone someday. Yeah. And we don't get to choose when. So you have to, even if it's just a couple minutes a day, you got to do something to bring joy to yourself and hopefully the ones around you. 100%. And when you do it, don't sound like a whiny bitch because people will get at you. People will get at you. I get it. Speaking of getting at you, uh, our $100 sponsor, Sebastian O., uh, has something that very specific that he wants to promote this month. Okay. Are you ready? Let's hear it, Sebastian. Thank you for all your love and support, by the by. Seriously. Uh, this month, I'd like to promote a specific movement slash charity that I believe will set a precedence to the safety of POC communities in Minneapolis. Get it, Sebastian. And hopefully the rest of the U.S. They are the Black Visions Collective. They are currently working to reclaim the block in an effort to re, uh, relocate money from the Minneapolis, the Minneapolis Police Department to the community to promote community health and safety. Their main goal is to defund the Minneapolis Police Department and instead invest th that money to the community-led health and safety strategies. More info can be found on their site at reclaimtheblock.org. Awesome. If you would like to donate, donate to Black Visions Collective, who is a Minnesota. Did I say Minneapolis? A lot. You said yeah. Minneapolis. Okay, so this is Minneapolis. This is Minnesota-based organization that is dedicated to black liberation and is focused on the long-term vision in which all black lives not only matter, but are able to thrive. If you are currently... If you currently don't have the ability to donate, then please sign the petition to reclaim the blocks site <clears throat> to tell the Minneapolis City Council to defund the police and invest more in community-led safety and health. The normalcy of police br brutality, violence, and unaccountability has, has to come to an end. 100%. Man, there's been a lot of videos of cops doing a bad job. Mm. Everybody, you can't do a bad job no. in public because everyone has a 4K camera. Yeah. 
Dude, everyone's got 5G now. (laughs) Everyone has 5K cameras. And you can't do a bad job. If your job is to protect and serve the public and you do a bad job around the public who has a 5KG camera, Mm -hmm. you're going to get caught. Yeah. Also, why are so many bike cops fat? Why are so many of these unmarked uh, uh, security guards uh, by the White House, why are they all like... Dude, it's super scary how they're just like, hey, if we run out of cops, anyone who has a helmet and a van could help out. Right. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up, and that's not what this country's about. Also, can't get over the amount of fat bike cops. Yeah, me neither. And I don't think there's anything that's ever going to makes sense uh, as far as that goes for me yeah you're a bike cop did you do something with your car did you forget where you parked your car and did you start being a bike cop yesterday did a lot of these bike cops start being bike cops yesterday you go around (laughs) you look at santa monica and west hollywood you see svelte bike cops 100 percent and then you but go you to some see... of these some of these parts of the country where you can only ride your bike <laughs> <laughs> for three months out of the year, and you got some houses on bikes. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not the ratio is off, and it's tough to balance. What if they had training wheels? I I would laugh. That would be fucking hilarious. Them just like riding around on a trike. Giant plastic trike. Yep. Imagine the intimidating sound that would come from a pack of them. So anyway, be safe out there, regardless of what you're doing. You got a lot of people with sticks up their asses. A lot of people on on Facebook getting brave with their whatever. I had a friend's dad the other day put up a picture of the flag and say, I would never kneel for this flag. And my first and only thought was, no one's asking. You you're a retired delivery man. Yeah. You're not in a in a any situation to do anything to any flag. You're not on a field in front of thousands of people, millions of people on television. You're just a retired guy. Yeah. Who lives in a very safe neighborhood and no one needs to know your opinion on what you would do to a to or with the flag. You know what I mean? So this is why you can also, always Also, delete. when you tell other people, I'm going to interrupt you real quick, when to protest, that doesn't count. No. And you have no say in what other people do to protest because that's a, that's a protest. Right. Imagine what would get done if you'd, everyone protested in uh by the guidelines set up by Gary in his in his <laughs> safe house in Connecticut. No one uh, gives a fuck about no you, Gary. No one cares, Gary. And that's kind of a tough um Gary. It's kind of a tough position to be in, I guess, as as a 60-year-old plus white guy to be uh-huh. like, "Ah, the world works a little different than the way I thought it did." Cuz the world's always gone change. Gone change. And there's always going to be people younger than you with a louder voice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, get out of the way, Gary, and protect your knees. Yeah. How about British people's speech patterns? I don't know. That was British bad. people, I don't think um I'd be willing to be shown numbers. And that I'd be willing to be shown numbers okay. to prove me wrong on this. And that but I truly don't think there is one person who has been one British person who has been diagnosed with ADHD. Oi. Tell me more. And <laughs> that okay. and do you think in that in that I'm gonna go ahead and touch your volume up a little bit here. Isn't it something uh, a little different? I don't you know do where all fuck, your accents. Yeah, at I know. Once. I can't. I can't. I'm bad. <laughs> Isn't it? I will say the thing about British people and ADHD because they're constantly quizzing each other yeah. on what just happened. Right. They'll say a thing, be like, and then we had to jump in the car and speed away, didn't we? 
And then the other person is forced to think about what that person just said and either confirm or yeah. deny that. Yeah. Every sentence, instead of ending it with a period, ends with a question about what the sentence was about. But that's like white white chicks, right? In, in, in the United States that are like, don't you think? Or, you know, so like the other day, question, we kind of like went to the market, question. Um, that just sounds like a person who has no idea where they're at. That's. At least the British people say, this is what happened. Right? Right. <laughs> yes. yes. This is what happened. Definitely. Isn't that what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're working on your British accent. And then we'll go and get some whatever tea. And then we'll have a leisurely stroll around the park then, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we? Not a great example. No. It's more about telling the stories. Like when we, we sat around that campfire with the British people and then they were like, and then we drove up the coast then, didn't we? Yeah. And then all their friends were like, yeah. It's yeah, like parliament. Yeah, Every yeah. group of British people is like a little... <laughs> um, mini parliament. Mini parliament. Yeah. And then we, and then last time we were here, we roasted marshmallows, didn't we? And then we drove up the coast the next morning, didn't we? We stopped at the beach in uh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah. Uh, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, we did. went to that, uh, uh, we went to that, that breakfast place. Uh. Place. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we? And we had the bacon, didn't we? Yes, yes, yes. yes. It was delicious. Half the conversation. There's three parts to a conversation. There's saying what you did. There's quizzing whoever you're talking to about what you just did. And and then then there's the chatter. Yeah. And then it's the agreement. Yeah. 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 Yes. Good. It's good. Right. Um. It's my mom and dad's anniversary yesterday. It's my mm-hmm. father's birthday as we speak. Yeah. So I'd like to say happy 65th birthday to my father. Happy birthday. Jonathan Ananathan Felson. <laughs> Ananathan. And uh, man, it's been an eventful 65 years. I am his only offspring that I know of. <laughs> and I take this nose and I bring it into the future. Yes, you do. And that is my contribution to the family. Uh, somebody's going to get this nose. Oh God, I hope not. Well. Hopefully they get my nose. I just want to share two baseball-related stories. Okay. About my parents. Okay. My mom was a fantastic softball player, despite her tiny frame and small arms. And uh, my dad tried very hard as well. And uh, I learned a lot of my good fielding instincts from my mother. Right. I learned how to make smart whip decisions. Right. Uh, on the field of play, uh-huh. like my mother. And right. I learned how to stay until the end of the game. From my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I learned, <laughs> I learned a very important, and that was never leave <laughs> no the field what. or the bench until the game is over. Right. From my dad. and Because uh, you never know when you're going to get asked to step in. You never know if the cooler is going to need more ice. And I learned that from my dad. <laughs> um, one time when I was uh, all-star in Connecticut, we played on a field in Orange, Connecticut. Now, Orange was the more well-to-do neighborhood, and their fields were different than ours in that their fields had fences. No field uh, where I grew up in Stratford, Connecticut, had a fence. Just so I never hit right it on. over. What? You were just able to walk onto the field. I mean, fences serve so many different purposes, okay. but this is home run fence. Okay. Found our way onto the field. Okay. But yes. Also, once in a while, we would take a four by four and drive over the fields, which is another thing you can't do with a fence. Good no. security. If there's any park yes. city planners listening. Yes. Um, if you put a fence up, less kids will drive over your fields and trucks. And ruin them. And ruin them for everybody else. So and now really they're just doing that as a deep seated. <laughs> I never played sports 
Right. And I never got to be on the field. So now that I'm 16 and I have my dad's truck, I'm going to do a burnout on your pitching mound. Me and dad's Ford. I'm going to go for a ride. So, so me and my mom were at this field uh-huh. and before a game. I was uniformed up. I looked good. My pants were tight and high. And, uh, and I said, Mom, will you throw me a couple pitches? I want to feel what it's like to hit it over this fence. Uh-huh. And I was going to swing early. I was going to pull the ball to right field, being a lefty. And I was going to hit it over the fence and just see how it felt. And uh-huh. she's like, I'll throw you a couple, but if you hit me with the ball, we're going to have a problem. Now, in my mind, I'm like, I'm all-star status right now. I have so <laughs> much control. I could put the ball, put a, a Frisbee in the outfield, and I'll hit the fucking Frisbee. Throw it in the air. That's the kind of control that I have. Okay? Okay. I like the confidence. Third pitch, my mom throws to me. I swing as hard as I possibly can. And having the pristine mechanics of a person who drives in RBIs, uh-huh. I hit my mom in the thigh with a line drive. Oh, yeah. Hard. Hard. And she doesn't even get upset. She's She goes, that's it. <laughs> Waves her hand. She goes, that's it. It's over. And I've never felt so bad in my entire life. That's all she had to say. And my mom continued to love me afterwards. So I want to say happy anniversary to her. Yeah. Thank you for loving my dad approximately 40 years ago to pass on this nose. (laughs) Uh, And then my dad, also baseball related story. Uh When I was learning to pitch as a young man, Uh and we know how far that's taken me in life, Uh Junior Olympics. (laughs) Um, That's it. That was the, how far it took me. I was a 17-year-old relief pitcher. And you don't get that way by not practicing in your backyard to come in for maybe two innings at a time. Right. uh, In countless games that don't matter. Mm -hmm. So that was me. And when I was learning to pitch, my dad would be my catcher in Mm -hmm. the backyard. And I can't tell you when I'm learning how to throw these knuckleballs and these curveballs because I wasn't a speed guy, Zoe. No. I could put the ball wherever I wanted Oh God. Okay. Paint the inside, get them outside high and tight, hit my mom in the leg. I could put the ball wherever I needed to get the job done that needed to get it done. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So learning how to pitch in the backyard with my dad, countless curveballs over his head. And when you live in the woods, that ball's as good as gone. Right. I would throw the ball as hard as I can towards my dad, but sometimes because of the lack of control at the beginning, novice level, uh-huh. it would sail over his head uh-huh. and into the woods where bees lived. Right. And he would always go get the ball That's until he realized that I needed to get in better shape and then he would have me go get the ball. Right. But I do want to say thank you for all the times he went and got the ball and definitely didn't hold it against me, even though he did get very upset and you could see it in his face. <laughs> And the pursed mouth. That's a good dad. Speaking a, of people that are down on their luck. Yeah. Jesse Stillwell is our, uh, is our other hundred dollar. Why is Jesse uh, down on his luck? I'd like to promote how much a dollar costs by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. It's about someone down on their luck asking you for help. And then you just step over them. And then later find out, finding out that the dollar they were asking for can cost you everything. It's a metaphor that covers every everything that's happening right now. It's not that hard to think about other people and what they're going through. It's even easier just to get out of the the fucking way of progress when it costs you nothing. We're a country of people climbing ladders and then kicking at the fingers of the people trying to climb up behind us when we are, when we get the, to the next rung and it's not the way this month is, is this month. I just want to shine light on showing love to people. I don't know. It doesn't take much of it to change things. That's very nice. That is very nice. Fuck next you time you see a ladder, don't kick it over. Don't be a piece of shit. Even if you're playing shoots and ladders, Cheat a little bit and get someone to the bottom so they can climb up to the top. Yeah. Countless things you could do. 
countless. And you're, uh, you know, you don't have to look too far to see somebody in need. 100%. People in need all around you. Could be friends of yours. Yeah. So do what you can to help them out. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Um, Speaking of doing what you can to help people out, this show's cooking, huh? Yeah. Uh, I put out a tweet on our Twitter, which is where the tweets go. Um, Because it's Twitter. At Welcome Pod. Yes. That's us. If you have a goddamn question to ask us, you do it there. Uh, And I said, do you need encouragement? Did you just graduate? You're trying to find a job. You're starting a new job. Reply to this tweet with a quick video explaining something you're trying to do, big or small. And we've seen countless examples in this world. The people who have accomplished the most were usually encouraged by someone or something along the way. So maybe we could listen to some of these stories. Yeah, let's do it. And we could encourage some people. Okay. What do you think about that? I'm ready. This is Logan Lewis Cool James. Let's listen to Logan Lewis Cool James. Hello, Michael and Zoja. It's your friendly neighborhood Logan here. And I've been wanting to become some type of content creator for many years now. Um, I started my own podcast. I only have one episode and haven't pursued any more. And I've made a couple scraggler YouTube videos and I haven't... Uh, gotten to a point where I'm doing consistent uploads or consistent content and I feel like that comes down to just a lack of motivation do you have any tips on how to boost motivation or do I have just some sort of problem Uh, well any tips would be appreciated thank you Logan what's Gucci sorry about your thumb yeah he has some kind of bandage on his thumb that Band-Aid looks like it, it wants to jump off your thumb. Go ahead, Zoe. Um, so this guy makes content, kind of. Right. It's hard It's hard to find motivation. Uh, I was struggling this morning. I was struggling really hard this morning. And um, honestly, I didn't want to do it today. And I knew that it needed to come out. Uh, I've been struggling lately with a lot of things, um, and not to make it about me, but I think sometimes when you need, when you have, sometimes you just don't have a choice, but to get things out that doesn't seem like. Like his problem, I think, I think it's just finding that motivation and making, wanting to make something and wanting to make something good. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes you just need to like force yourself into it because you never know what's going to happen until you're in it. Uh So this could have gone one of two ways. Today's episode could have been shit or I'm having a good time. And I'm glad that I finally, I spoke what I needed to speak before we started this and I said, and I let, I aired it all out. Um, and I didn't want to cry before the show because I took time getting ready today. Fuck that. <laughs> you know, like shit. You're like but a painter that cries yeah. on your paintings. Sometimes you just need to force yourself to, sometimes you just need to make yourself uncomfortable in order to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you make a promise to yourself, it feels really good to keep promises to yourself, you know? One of the things that making music over the past week has taught me that it's so nice to make things without stakes. And uh, it's so nice to make things and not worry about if the right amount of people are going to see it or getting bummed out about not as many people as you wanting to want to see it, seeing it. Um, and it's you need to find something and uh uh, it's good that you're trying to do, you know, you make videos and you do podcasts, you try different things and weed out the things that don't bring you joy. The thing with doing something consistently above and beyond all the tips they give you about doing something consistently for a job or whatever is that deep down and it sounds corny, but it's the absolute truth. 
you need to find something that brings you joy more than the the need to get it done and get it out. Yeah. If you're going to try to do something that like YouTube videos, been making YouTube videos for 14 years now, been making this podcast for what? Almost nine years. Nine years. At the bottom, your base level for the thing you create everything on, your foundation needs to be that you love doing it and it truly brings you joy. Because whether 100,000 people listen to it or watch it or read it or whatever, or two people do it, you have to get the same amount of joy out of the making of it. Yeah. So find something that brings you more joy than the pressure it takes to do it consistently. Yep. And then you'll want to do it just because feel good to do. Feel good to do. Here's another one. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Let me see. Makai. Micah. Micah. Bless you. Excuse me. This guy looks like he could have been in a... What was that band? That's like, I could buy you a garden where you've ever clear. Oh, I was going to say sound garden, but <laughs> I was wrong. Mike, I've been doing something that I said I would never do. I started a blog at the beginning of this quarantine for myself. Um, and I've been doing it daily, every single day, uh, for the past 83 days. Congratulations. Get it. I, well, I, I have to get to 100 and then I'm done, but it's, it's so hard. Mm. I mean, you've already been doing it for 83 Dude, days. Dude, 83 days was the hardest part. You got 17 days to go. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. But also be proud of doing it for 83 days. Yeah, man. Because who, who does, what's the difference between 183? 17. And don't give me. <laughs> That's the difference. But you've done, be proud of yourself for doing the 83. Yeah, 100%. I don't. 83%. <laughs> is greater than. That's or still a B. To? That's a B plus. Yeah. Or 83. No, that's 83 a B, is a B, B, B minus, solid B. A, yeah, it's a solid B. Yeah. B minus. Maybe the highest grade I've ever gotten in anything <laughs> is an 83%. But um, that's what I'm saying, man. Instead of being bummed out about the part that maybe hasn't been done mm-hmm. be proud of yourself for what you've accomplished so far 100 percent, 83 percent. what's next <laughs> some are gonna go quicker than others micah d- dude just do your thing go for it at earth lettuce says So sleep is raining. Here we go. Rain sounds nice. 19. I piss. She's 19. Uh, I am having a hard time forgiving myself for something that isn't a big deal. And this happens a lot with a lot of things. And sometimes it gets to the point where it's crippling. Mm. So that's my... That's my thing. Earth lettuce. Having a hard time forgiving yourself for shit that isn't a big deal. The best part of this is you already know it's not a big deal. Uh-huh. That's the hardest part. Uh-huh. Because sometimes you could lay in bed and not forgive yourself for, for something and you don't know what kind of weight it has behind it. Mm-hmm. But you've done the work to realize that it's not a big deal. Right. And the reason why we classify things, I think, I don't know, I'm not a doctorate. The reason why we classify things and give things weight as to how big of a deal they are is to prioritize things. You already know it's not a big deal, so the priority is low. Mm-hmm. And so think about it like any time you spend beating yourself up for it is time that's being taken away from other things on your priority list. 100%. Things that are 83%. <laughs> things that are are higher, you need to give more love and time and attention to, and you're taking time away from those things. 
with something that you've already classified as not a big deal. Yeah. Going around in circles a little bit. Do you have anything to add to I that? Think, I think that you need to take a deep breath and not be as hard on yourself. Especially knowing that this is something that isn't that serious. You didn't hurt anybody. We don't know that. Well, you didn't physically hurt anyone. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to assume that, that that's true. It's a safe assumption, but also we don't know that. <laughs> you need to be a little bit more forgiving to yourself. Uh-huh. There aren't, there's so many other big things that are happening right now in the world mm-hmm. that forgiving yourself is, is huge. Yeah. Like you have to be able to live with the person that you are. Do you have any examples of a situation where you maybe couldn't forgive yourself or get past something that wasn't a huge deal that you can December? Not that I can remember right now. Nothing sticks out, but I'm sure, I'm sure there are things, Mm -hmm. you know, but for like stuff like that, I don't, I don't dwell on stuff like that. Yeah. Me personally. I good example with Zoya. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Zoya bit me on the back, and uh, and it left a mark. And then a couple of days later, she, I took my shirt off and I had a mark. And she goes, "What happened to your back?" <laughs> and I said, "That's from you. You bit me." And she was able to forgive herself instantly. I forgot that I did. And act like it wasn't even a big deal. Okay, moving on. And I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. I'm just trying to illustrate how fast Zoya moved on from hurting me. Yeah, there's certain things that you, as long as you didn't physically harm anybody or do something on purpose or rob someone, I I think it's safe to say that you can forgive yourself. I was trying to think if I had anything better to say than how I started it. And I don't. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's it. Give your, uh, at the beginning of your day, when you're dishing out your time, make some time to be nice to yourself. I think time, the the crippling part, I think is what gets me, right? Because Mm -hmm. there's still life that you need to live. Yeah. And for you to allow yourself to not forgive yourself for something that is going to potentially send you into a, a crippling state of anxiousness and not being able to be productive in your day is that's a lot. And that's heavy. Yeah. You need to be able to say it's okay and move past certain things, especially when you realize, know that they're not something that should have that much weight behind it. If the goal is to always better yourself, and to always keep growing and evolving as a person, anytime you spend worrying about things that don't matter so much, it's stopping you from moving forward. Right, because I promise you, you're the only person that's doing it, and no one else has thought twice about it. Yeah, dude. That's, a, that's very good. That's a very good point. Thanks. Get rid of it slows you down, Dad. This, is guy, this guy's name is this Noah, is I think. This is guy's this Noah. This is guy's Noah. His Guys, name is Noah. Noah. He has a great beard and red hair. And just wanted to send you. And just wanted to send you. Who starts a video with and? I think maybe he does. And just wanted to <laughs> send you a quick video uh, telling you that I just graduated from law school. Congratulations. So I spent three years there and now um, studying for the bar exam. So that's where you make drinks mixologist having to uh, have this test basically decide the whole future of my career. You got this. And in addition to that, um, my wife is just about 12 weeks pregnant. Hell Congratulations. Yeah. Sex. Um, there's a lot of pressure about uh, providing for the future of our child um, and having this one test um, really bear down upon that. So yeah, just wanted to send this in, tell you what I'm doing. Big fan of the podcast. Love you guys. Love you. Love you too, first of all. Even though you started the video with and, I'm still a big <laughs> fan. Noah Blake. Noah, let me tell you something. I don't know you very well. I hate it. But 
you seem like the kind of person, family man, young, professional family man, that even if I don't believe you're going to eat shit on this test, I truly don't believe that. Just see something in your eyes that tells me you're studious and you're going to try hard and you got a lot of weight on your shoulders. But even if something should happen and you eat dirt shit on the bar exam, guess what? And you can never become a lawyer. That's not true. Or a lawyer practitioner, or I don't know what else. <laughs> Something about you tells me that there's no way you're going to let your family suffer regardless of what it is that you're going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And people lose track of that. I also lose track of that. If God willing, we were to ever have a family, sometimes I sit around and I'm like, as a comedian, we're going to have a family, whatever. There's no way I'm going to be able to support. But the fact of the matter is you're always going to find a way to do your part to support the people that you love. If that's what you dedicate your life to think of how much you've dedicated your life already to graduating school and to be gaining a certain amount of knowledge in a, in a certain profession. And you've done that you graduated. Now the next thing you got to do is take this test. And so you put a lot of your life is dedicated to having to, pass this test and you seem like you've done the work to do that. Yeah. So here's what it is, is you know that you know how to take a test because you've been doing it for the last three years. You know, you take tests, you take the tests. The thing that's on your side, that is even if you, even if you do fail this test, you can take it again. You can take it again and again and, and again and again. And you could take one home no, and put it in your pocket, fill out all the answers, bring it back next time. No. These are all just strategies. The thing that you also have on your side right now is that she's only 12 weeks pregnant. Yeah. And you got another two weeks till that baby comes. (laughs) So you have two weeks. Jesus. I hope it's not two weeks. I hope it's way more than that. 12 weeks. More than that. We need more than that. 14 weeks. We need more than that. 42 weeks is full term. Why not? And this is, uh, maybe it's more of a question for your wife. Can she keep the baby in there until it's 14, 15 years old? A thing that a lot of people won't even try to do. Then you send that baby right to high school, comes out and could talk. Maybe you could do something. Noah. Noah. Noah, I think you got this, babe. I think you're going to kill it. And I think you're going to do a great job. Be proud of yourself for what you've done so far. Think about all the things you've done so far. You graduated from high school. You graduated from law school. You've taken steps towards passing the bar. And you got a lady pregnant. Clearly, you're a smart motherfucker if you've been in law school for the last couple of years. You're a smart motherfucker and you know how to F properly. I think you've got this. I think you can pass the bar. I think you did a great job impregnating your wife. Yes. And I think you've got a bright future ahead of you. Next one's from Melissa Ann. Melissa. This is, this is how all of her name's Melissa Ann, but this is how all of my relatives from, um, a Yonkers would say it. Melissa Ann. Mm-hmm. Melissa Ann. What's your deal? to be a loving member of society. Uh-oh, we have an adorable voice alert on Melissa Ran. So while trying my best to be a loving member of society, I also, unfortunately, am a trash person when it comes to <laughs> cleaning my room. Please, any motivation. I defer to Zoya. I'm a trash person lately, too. I haven't even cleaned my house, so I'm the worst person to ask right now. And I got to live in this filth. I'm digging myself out of this <laughs> trash basket every goddamn day. Honestly, I just a, a little bit. It, there's nothing that makes you feel better than a clean space. We're not in a disgusting mess. Cleaning clearly. is a gift you give yourself. Clearly. We're not in a disgusting mess. Cleaning is a gift you, you give yourself. Um... <laughs> But when you're in a when you're in like a clean space, it, it feels good. It makes you feel good. It makes you, it gives you a little more um, energy. 
to want to do a little more. It does make you feel better about your surroundings, makes you want to do more. Clean house, clean head. Yeah, 100%. But do you find yourself being easily distracted or uncomfortable in your own environment? Mm-hmm. Fucking just put things, look at something and be like, is that where it's supposed to be? And if it's not, put it where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then do that to the next thing and the next thing. Then clean your dish airs. Yeah. Because you, do your dish airs don't belong in the you, sink? Yes. They belong there, but not in no, your room. No, yeah. they don't. Dish airs don't belong in the sink. Dish airs belong underneath your chin at the dining room table. Okay. Filled with food. Plentiful. You're yeah, doing it, Peter. Imagine the food and it'll be there. Okay. Hook reference. And, uh, the more dude, sometimes I'll go out into the living room and I'll see that we spent a good part of the evening watching shits times on (laughs) Netflix on the couch underneath a blank air. Yes. And if that blank air is left unfolded, which it normally is, Uh I'll go and I'll fold it. And then I'll say the living room looks that much cleaner. And then I'll see that there's a cup on the table. A cup we were drinking from while we were watching shitty times on Netflix. And I'll say, that doesn't belong in there. And then I'll bring the cup to the dish. She airs in the sink. <laughs> and then I'll say, this shit doesn't belong in the sink. And then I'll wash that, dry it, and put it up and where it needs to be. Into the sky? Into the what, sky yeah. where it needs okay. to be. And the cabinets in the sky where plates go when they pass on cabinets in the sky i'm telling you that if you take the time to do the shit that you don't want to do in this case cleaning it just makes you feel better 100 percent. okay it's like flushing the toilet if you go drop a no in the toilet and you lift up and you walk away and maybe the no is out of sight and out of mind yeah you go to drop a no a second time and you pick up the toilet and your original no is still in there you're uh-huh. gonna feel bad yeah, so no. what do you do you flush it yeah the act of flushing it makes it a clean surface to do no in next time. No in. Speaking of no, do you want to tell us about Patreon? Patreon's a virtual tipping and rewards website. If you think this show is worth a shit, you can go on patreon.com slash welcome to pod. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to WTOP. Right. Is the one. And you could uh, donate some money to the show if you want. What does that money give you? Well, all Patreon tiers get access to the Discord, mm-hmm. which is a goddamn crazy place where God people damn. say funny jokes at all times, all share times. the art, share pictures of their pets and pizza. And it's a very nice place to go have discussions and to have a little shoulder to lean on. You can lean on people's shoulders there. Mm-hmm. And that's a fun place. All members of the Patreon also get full edited videos of this podcast edited lovingly by Dram, Drake, Cam, Macintosh, Standoff, they can Macintosh. I'm having a little trouble pronouncing his name. Drant, Drake, Drant, Drake, Drant, Drake, Drant, Macintosh, Macintosh. Enjoy the ten dollar group. Which gets you shouted out on this podcast, which sounds a little something like this. Uh, Claire Osheski. She sent me a pronunciation last night. Claire Osheski. Sydney Trombetta. Sydney Sydney Trombetta. Trombetta. Uh, We got Marquise Cruz. Marquise Cruz. Beth Blush. Beth Bush. Sorry. Bailey... Dodie, Benjamin Fuchs, Milky Beans, Matthew J. Palka, Erwin, 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 Javier, uh, Jacob Alvey, Alice May Mulvaney, Gorilla Glue 62, Mm -hmm. Felicia Mm Shimberry, Sean Frank, Mm -hmm. Shane Welsh, Mm -hmm. Faith Rebecca Borga, Mm -hmm. Emily H., Ed Birch, Hannah McCurry, Tyler Rutherford, Scott Harrington, Aubrey Ferreira, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Lisa Sakura, Mr. Feeney, Chris Robinson, Michael Cavagile, Riley Dunn, Logan Snyder, Maya Melvick, Rob DeVitt, Frederick in oh, fuck in I can't I in, 
can't even, I don't even know. Uh, in Bretson, in Ingbretson, I'm sorry. Don't have, if you're going to sign up, don't have that hard of a name. Hayden Record, Alyssa Morano. Hannah Horman. Josh Steppen, Antler. Katie Farrow, Jess Enright, Katie H. Gabrielle Silco, Lou Drake, Devram Kissoon, Nils Nyquist, Laura Suar- uh, Suarez, Stink Wrinkles, Belinda Allen, Joseph Dilcox, Katie Lee G, Lillian Carrillo, Tatiana Clay, Greg Barboza, we'll, we'll be okay, stay hopeful, Magnus Silva, Nick Fossier, Hailsight, Emily Borky, Kayla Johnson, Christina Camille, Grant Levisure, Nicholas Anderson, Wandering G Bear, Sean Stone, Joe Finney, Monique Christor, Ryan Ashbrook, Chelsea Thomas, Jules Run, Jewel Srun, Troy R, Kristen Kane, Danielle D. Verona, Heather Zink, Just Josh, Pinhead Larry, Shaylin O'Mara, John Robinson, Zoya's bodyguard, Mackenzie, Dara McGrath, Valerie York, Lauren Daughtery, Rachel Mittens, Taylor, Corey Griffin, Griffiths, Jason Kahn, Helen Ford, Gary Parsons, Micah Espritu, Jonathan E. Sleepy Boy, Cadoti, Kendall Marie, Justine Johnson, Shiggity Diggity 12, Nestor DeLeon, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Bryden Cloughsmith, Jacob D. Bradford, Katie A., Katie Taylor, Sergeant Sparty, and Superflops. You guys, thank you all so much for being a Patreon. We love you. Uh, we hope that you like this episode, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Love doing love this you. for you guys. Love you as well. Thank you for being patient with me today. I know. That I started to freak out a little bit when Thank we first started this. For fucking pulling yourself together. You got it, babe. I know you got a lot going on mm-hmm. and you still did this because you love the people who listen. And I, I do. I appreciate you. That's and I appreciate all that. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye.